Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Gripe, where we air out all the dirty laundry, <laughs> we fold it, we put it away, oh, we put clean it away. and fresh, yo. Hi, How's this it going? is Allison. And that's Kai. No. Am okay. I supposed to say this is Kai? <laughs> are we, are we, are we tricking people? I tried, you know, I was trying a bit and it didn't work, but that's okay. <laughs> Hi. How's it going? Excellent. Excellent, excellent. This is episode 45. 45? Oh, 45. No, let's skip over 45. That's actually 46. Let's make this 46. (laughs) We should totally do that. We're going to make it 46. We're skipping 45. No, yes. 45 is the yuckiest number. It really is. Okay, so speaking of which, so there was um, this video of that obnoxious person, Tommy Lauren. Yeah. Do you see this? I heard about it. Okay, so big up to Minneapolis. Okay, so... Because that's where it happened. Give people some background yes. on who she is. So Tommy Lauren is a super conservative... Pundit? Is that the correct sp- word? Uh, mouthpiece. Mouthpiece. You know, she's blonde. She's, she's pretty. A yeah. She's a passing thought. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so she just likes to push people's buttons mm-hmm. and say incendiary things. Um, I don't know if she means all of them. I just think that it's a way for her to get views and money s- and stir things up, you know. And but again, it all goes back to just making money. Yeah, it's really annoying. Um, and she's like, you know, d- in deep with Fox and all that stuff. That's fine, whatever. So I guess she was in Minneapolis um, recently and for a gig or of some sort and she was at a restaurant and she got heckled out of that restaurant people called her racist and her parents were there and then someone threw a glass of water at her oh, on the way out i yeah. know i wasn't mad about it it's like i'm not saying that should happen exactly but i'm not saying that should not happen <laughs> right <laughs> so um so all that happened and it was ugly it was messy and I wasn't mad about it. Sorry, just wasn't. And um, the f- interesting thing was that 45, your president. Wait, not my president. Not mine. I'm saying, you know, <laughs> y'all's as president. Um, thought it was, he would tweet her support instead of, I mean, do you have nothing else to do? But like. So wait, is that what he did? Yeah, did he, he, he said, her? everyone knows that we're on side on Tell Team me. Tommy, Lauren, or whatever. It's like, nobody cares. All the important things. Yeah. And you choose this to focus on. Anyway. The fuck is wrong with you? But I mean, I think, do these people not realize that there are repercussions to what you say on TV or on the radio? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, you can't say incendiary, I'm stealing your word, because that's a good word. You can't say things like that and then expect to just leave the studio and be able to, like, go out and live your life like a normal person. Yeah. Sorry, so, sorry. That's, yeah, that's not the way that works. If you're a decent human being, then the world is decent to you. Correct. Just, you know, it's like the golden rule. It is. that You learn that in kindergarten. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Do under others as you want done If you act like you. an ass, you get treated like an ass. Yep. So there you go. You should have gotten a big old omelet or <laughs> some hollandaise thrown on your ass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, so how that happens. Um, Speaking of like... Um, on-air personalities. Yeah. So, you know my booze, Pod Save America. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're... You love those folks. I love Pod Save America. Mm-hmm. You love My Favorite Murder. I and, do. like, there was a piece in the New York Times about... My girls. Um, 
like about Georgia these cult personalities. Like I'm such a Karen. Karen. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, these two podcasts are like just changing the podcast game, is right. what everybody's saying. So anyway, another you guys, like, we're not trying to be like either of us. Okay, we're our we're own just, brand. We're just trying to be our, our own, own identity. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Another show that we both like on YouTube is Jesus and Marrow, mm-hmm. like these two comedians. They, I love those guys yes. so much. They're funny. Especially Miro. You love He's my him. daddy. Ooh, he's oh, my Dominican daddy. You are so... <laughs> so the other night, I was so excited because uh, Positive America was going to be on Jesus and Marrow. And I was like, these are two like really funny people that I like that are going to be together. Uh-huh. So I watched it. And it was so boring. Did you ever watch it? I didn't. Uh-uh. And basically, I think like they're, it's all about chemistry. And like people say yeah. that about us, that we have good chemistry, and that's why they like to listen to our show. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like Jesus and Mario have their little thing going that they works do. for them. Yes. Pod Save America has their, their thing, thing that works yeah. for them. But if you put it together, it changes the dynamic it's of just, things. It was so weird and boring. Mm, yeah. And I watched 20 minutes of it, and I was, and it was 20 minutes, and I was like, Wah, wah. This is really boring. Yeah, because um, my favorite murder, they were on Anna Ferris's podcast mm. and vice versa. And it just didn't work. I love everyone individually, you right. know, and their own little dynamic worlds. Mm-hmm. But um, a for whatever reason. And that's why I don't love the live shows for my favorite murder. I just can't. And also with Pod Save it, it just, it doesn't hit me the way, it, like um, when they record in their living room. Or their little pod booth, whatever you call it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It really is about the That dirty-ass apartment. Ooh. What? <laughs> remember that apartment that they record in? Which whose? My Favorite Murder. Which I don't remember. You sent me that Instagram, and it was the messiest apartment I've ever seen. I sent you what? Anyway. I don't remember this. <laughs> um, so, that was disappointing to oh, me. That's a yeah. sad little a sad What did they gripe. talk about? Well, they... It was like, who is the most, who's the best person you've interviewed oh. on Pots of America? And they're like, Obama. And there's nowhere, you can't go and Anywhere you can't go that. higher than oh, that. Right. Like, of course, Obama's going to be like the best person you've interviewed. And then like, elaborate on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was just awkward. It was yeah. like the Pots of America guys seemed maybe underwhelmed to be there. And they're um, just like, Bleh. Bleh. well, the thing is like, you know, like the set is just the set. You know, it's like a background with some lights and it maybe looks bigger on on TV mm-hmm. or on your computer than it does in real life. So that could be a possibility. It's not like you're walking into a warehouse. Yeah. You, know, you take the elevator up. It opens into this compound, you know, not that kind of thing. But those guys are killing it. And then it begs the question, the only reason they're killing it is because they bash Trump two times a week, every De- week. Not oh, Daisy and Merrill, oh, Pod Save America. Yeah. So then it's like, what would they have done if Hillary had been elected? Oh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Because they started this whole media company. Because of the election? Mm-hmm. Hmm, curious. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, speaking of Obama, mm-hmm. Michelle Hi, has I miss a you. Love book. you. Come back. Michelle. Yeah. It just came out. Yeah. She got that book out. Have you? Do you follow her on Instagram? I do. She's been posting all these throwback photos. Yeah, of their oh, man. wedding and the White House. It hits me kids. right in the heart. <laughs> They're so good. Yeah. And like it's called Becoming Michelle. Oh, Becoming Michelle? Yeah. Or just Becoming? Uh, something like that. Yeah. 
I think it was... Mm. Is it like her autobiography or yes. something? Um, at any rate, I like that it's becoming. She's like, I'm not there yet. <laughs> I didn't uh-huh. think about that. Uh-huh. She's still... I'm going to elevate still. She's still doing it. Yeah. Does, is that like leading into a potential like presidential? <laughs> You're reading some stuff into this. <laughs> well, you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> Just the book, which I support. Yeah, everybody said that completely. she won't run for office. No. But you never know. <sighs> Can't ever count anybody out, I nope. think. Um, what's going on in the world? Anything good? Well, I want to talk about something that happened in Washington. Have yeah. you... So it. last weekend, two mountain bikers went out. I don't know this story. Oh my gosh, you don't know this story? Uh-uh. Okay. Two mountain bikers went out past Snoqualmie Pass. So this is about an hour and a half east of Seattle. And they're just riding their bikes up in a remote place. Like mm-hmm. they didn't have cell service where they were. Sketchy. And they get stalked by a mountain lion. <gasps> and so apparently in these instances... You are supposed to make a lot of noise. You're not supposed to run. You're uh-huh. supposed to stand still and get big. as big as you can, uh-huh. make a lot of noise, and that will usually scare them off. So right. that's what they did. They followed the protocol. They respond to size and sound. And <clears throat> if you're bigger than me, I'm going to run away. So he ran away. The mountain lion did. Mountain lion ran away. But then the mountain lion came back. With friends. No, just one. <laughs> okay, good. He came back. Uh-huh. And he attacked <gasps> both of them. Oh, dear God. And one was able to get away. Oh, no. And one died. Oh, no. And so uh, the reports that I read were that it was a starving mountain lion. He's like, fuck this. I got to go back and get that get that snack. Yes. Oh, that's crazy. So one was able to, like, fight him off and get on his bike and run and, you know, cycle away to where he could have cell service. He called 911. Jesus Christ. But his other friend, and Aaron and I were talking about this, and um, Aaron was like, when the wildlife people came out to like, to the, to the, to the I can't talk, to the scene, and that mountain lion was still with the guy, usually when they attack somebody, they leave. Uh-huh. He was eating. Like he was starved. Of course he was. He was, that guy saw his friend get eaten. Mm-hmm. That, can you imagine? No. Uh-uh. I watched uh, an episode of uh, I Survived, and it was the same thing where she was mountain biking with a friend, and a mountain lion grabbed her, and she was trying to fight, and the mountain lion was, like, tearing her face off, and it was messy. She survived, obviously, but it I can't even imagine. Because um, I feel like... If a dog attacked me, I could fight it with my hands, <laughs> which people, I know I couldn't. But people die. Yeah, I know. From this is, dog attacks. Exactly. Yeah. And for a mountain lion. This is the first case of a mountain lion killing a person in Washington in 90 years. Damn. Like, apparently this stuff just doesn't happen. So did they catch that mountain lion? Yes. So they caught the mountain lion and yeah, they put it down and now they've sent it off to Eastern Washington somewhere to get tested to see if there are if it was diseased and they're saying like hopefully it was diseased mm. and not just a hungry ass mountain lion out to because normally like they don't mess with humans. humans to that extent yeah of killing them and eating them why not we're, we're meat well and they're saying like where's you see mountain lions are high up on the food chain like mountain lions are basically the top of the food chain uh-huh. so why was he starving 
I mean, I see bunnies all the time. Are they bunnies? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think like a bunny would be like a skittle. It's a mountain lion. A skittle. A skittle. Just a skittle. Just a skittle. Just a little bite. Like, I got like five bunnies in my yard. So <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's bunnies. Want to come over and get some bunnies? <laughs> Coyotes? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's deep. It's strange. Yeah. So I just thought about my friend Andy. I know his girlfriend still listens to the podcast. Andy, just please don't get eaten by a mountain lion. <laughs> no, don't do that. Oh. We need your, your medical expertise. Yeah, we need your doctor. Doctor's notes. Um, did you hear about the 30-year-old man that was evicted by his parents? No. Girl. So there's this guy that lived with his parents. He's 30 years old. Which a lot of people in their 20s uh-huh. live with their parents now. That's fine. That's fair. Right? Yeah. Okay. So this isn't abnormal. No. But when your parents have sent you five notices to vacate. <laughs> oh, it's time to Or go. they're taking legal action. It's TTG. You need to go. <laughs> yeah. So they did that. Okay. So they wrote him like five notes. Um, Wait, and, why did that? Did they just want it like proof in writing? They, I think that they had told him and he ignored it for several, <laughs> for a bunch, for a long time. So then they needed to have it in writing. And they were very nice, but it was very formal, you know? Like, instead of mom and dad, they had their names. <laughs> signed. John and Karen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so he's upset. His name is Michael Rotondo. He was upset because he said he should have at least six months' notice to, to vacate. I think it was six or two, something like that. I don't remember. And um, they weren't having it. They're like, no, like... You need to get out as soon as possible, right? So they filed eviction um, procedures, and they went to court. He represented himself in court, <laughs> <laughs> and he said that the parents didn't provide provide food, and they didn't provide laundry services. So that their so their desire to have him evicted was moot because it's like he's basically like I don't take up any you know any space I'm not bothersome they don't give me food they don't do my laundry I don't require that of them so they should let me stay and then so he, the judge let him argue for thirty minutes and then he shut him down and he's like you lose you need to get the fuck out what sort of court is this though who is listening to this I mean I feel like it's you it's can like, just do that you can just take your kid to court. Like Seattle Municipal. <laughs> I think it's because it's an eviction process. Okay. Yeah. Um, so. I'm like, can I be on that jury? <laughs> <laughs> um, he said he was going to uh, appeal the, the decision. Okay. He wasn't feeling it. No, yet. he was not. Dude, is there something wrong with him? Yeah, obviously. He is Besides douchebaggery? He's 30. I guess he has a kid out there someplace. Okay. Got a child. Um, and. So one of the notes that they left him, they're like, here's $1,100 to find a place. Okay, well, good luck. Um, well, they um, live in Tulsa. Well, I, mean, I don't think it was a, a, a spendy place. <laughs> but how embarrassing. Like, dude, just get out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, are you trying don't to ever get laid again? Don't make your parents sue you. No. They did. But it's also their fault. They raised this person. Yeah. Everybody's you know, at fault in this scenario. Everyone is, yeah. I wonder if he's an only child. Mm, that's a good question. Messy, huh? Super messy. Yeah. And also so embarrassing. And it's going to take a long time for him to get a 
a partner, a girlfriend, <laughs> no. a boyfriend, <laughs> a whatever date. he's into. Yes, yeah. whatever they're into. So that happens. Ew. Soup's ew. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything else. Oh, I have one more thing. Okay. Um, so we have a listener. Oh, who? Bob in Portland. Bob in P-Town. <laughs> uh, wrote in and wanted to tell us that... Um, they were listening to our weddings episode. I think that people were telling me that was a funny one. Was that last week? That was a couple weeks, weeks ago. ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Bob wanted to tell us what happened on this particular wedding. Okay. Why it's like a fiasco. Go ahead, Bob. Go ahead, Bob. So Bob says that um, this particular wedding, the groom um, went on a first date with the bride while he was still married. <laughs> okay. That's messy. Yeah. I feel like... Okay, if you're getting a divorce, get the divorce first. Yes. It's just too too complicated otherwise, right? Yeah. Once it's final, then, you know, because when it's not final, you can always change your mind. And that's not cute mm-hmm. for anybody. So that was the first thing. The second thing is um, he used a fake name on his online dating, dating profile. This is so sketchy. <laughs> can you imagine, like, oh, my gosh, hi, are you, are you John? It's like, no, I'm actually Matt. It's like, what? So this guy is a douche. <laughs> Sounds like if it smells like a duck, looks like a duck. And he is going to cheat on this new <laughs> wife again. I'm calling it right here. Um, they gave the officiant a script um, to read during the service from which they could not deviate. Okay. Which is kind of weird. Yeah. Right? Um, the wedding was at 6 p.m. in downtown Portland on Friday night. And so traffic was like a nightmare for people coming in and out. Cool. Very um, considerate. <laughs> the bride bought three dresses. Why? And Frankenstein them together. <laughs> she just com- combined them all? Yes. And it was a train wreck. Okay. And this whole thing sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, so. Tell me they had a cake. Did they have a wedding cake? I, I, I probably. I don't know. You know that, that, I didn't I'm really basing the whole wedding off of <laughs> the whether cake. or not they had a wedding cake. I'm going to say no. <laughs> They had they had um, treats, their little dates, <laughs> rice krispie treats. <laughs> um, yeah, so Bob just wanted to write in and tell us this this wedding nightmare that. Um, Sorry, Bob. Sorry, you had to waste your Friday night attended. on that. Yeah, it was a Friday night, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for the bride and groom, Friday nights are always going to be cheaper. Like Saturday. Is night, that what it is? Yeah. Uh, Saturday nights are harder to get. And you usually get like a deal if mm, it's an off day. I got it. But it's harder for everybody else. else yeah. You know, next time, just buck up. Pay for that Saturday wedding. Yeah. We had uh, a couple <laughs> listeners listen to the wedding the wedding pod that are getting married in a few months, and mm-hmm. they said they were just laughing their asses off. <laughs> like, laughing until they were crying. Oh. And that made me feel happy. <laughs> oh, but January said we were becoming too nice. You told oh, me that. Did. yeah. We got to step it up. We got to... Niceness is not part of our brand. We got to snap some wigs this <laughs> time. Do. Ooh, I'm about to take my earrings <laughs> off. Um, oh, last thing. My girl Janet Jackson was on Billboard Music Awards. I heard she was, like, making eyes at one of the Backstreet Boys. What? I saw that on People. Anyways. <laughs> um, but she was looking really good. She... She did a couple of her hits. Um, she, oh, you know, no, felt like she was back in form, in her form. Um, which, you know, Janet is like one of my childhood idols. Yeah, yeah, we know, we all know, honey. We do, and so that's what this this episode's about. 
Oh, what a nice segue. <laughs> Things we missed from our childhood. Did she, childhood dreams. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Back to Janet. Did she win an award? She won um, like an icon award. Yeah. yeah, well, Paris Jackson was upset because nobody told her that Aunt Janet was getting an award. Oh. Who's got to tell her? Who got to tell Paris? Well, what if Paris wants to see her aunt win an award? That's, I think that's normal. I think that's a normal expectation. Yeah, but like Paris also released that footage of Janet going crazy on, on Paris. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. So there's a, um, after Michael died, I, I can't believe I'm telling you this. Um, <laughs> she was trying to get back at Janet and Janet like was trying to take her phone away from her because she was like, tweeting some shit and then there's home footage of Janet doing that like taking it away and yelling at her oh. and looking like an ass a little bit I wouldn't invite that child either oh yeah but from me under the bus who's the adult and who's the kid though <laughs> who's the adult and who's the kid so All how right. did you hear about the, that Paris thing people your source your number one guys I don't vary. Like, what you see, what you hear is what you get. <laughs> what you hear is what you get. New York Times and People. That's my two websites. But I also saw that Paris said something like, congratulations to my auntie. You deserved every, all the, all the accolades. Well, see, she's grown up. <laughs> she's grown up. Uh, let's get into it. Um, Things we missed. About our childhood. <laughs> And I define childhood. Is that any time on, like, that guy in Rotunda where you're not living at home anymore? <laughs> I pretty much, I based it off of the 90s. The 90s. So I, in high school? I turned 10 in 1990, and okay. I turned 20 in 2000. Got it. So that was, like, this is my coming of age yes. years. Yeah. The 90s. I'm into it. Yeah. Great. What did you base yours off of? Um, pretty much that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, my first one that I came up with yes. was, it's very broad. Okay. But I just, I miss the simplicity of the 90s. I agree completely. <laughs> Everything felt so easy in yes. the 90s. <laughs> like, the world felt small. And I think that it was just because we weren't connected in the way that we, we are, are now. now. Yeah. Like, I had no idea what was happening in the rest of the world right. until... Well, I never did because I never watched the news. For better or for worse, And I right. didn't care. Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, like, you know, my parents would watch the news and read the newspaper, so they knew what was going on in the world. But, like, that was the only way was that the, we didn't have 24-hour news cycle back then. Mm -hmm. So we had the, like, news came on at night, and then you had to wait a whole <laughs> exactly. 12 hours yeah. until the newspaper came out the next day. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, on the same topic... I was thinking about the things that occupied your time, you know, and the simple simplicity of enjoying going to the mall. Oh yeah, do you know what I mean? Like I was a total I mall can't rat. stand a mall today. Oh, I still love a no, mall. No, no, no. But like, drop me off at Northtown in Blaine, Minnesota, next to my where I grew up in Coon Rapids. I mean, that was everything. Like, if my mom would just drop me off at the mall, I could spend all day going to Spencer's Gifts. Yes. You know, checking out what Deb had in the store, those dresses, Claire's, you know, peeking at the, the cheap earrings, you yeah. know. There was um, a store called, like, Northern Northern Lights, I think it was called. And it was all, like, um, wolves on sweatshirts. 
you know, that kind of shit. That, like, came back in style, like, five years ago. Like, the wolves howling at the moon. But out of irony, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The food court. I mean, it was just so easy to to be entertained by the simplest things. Yeah. Right? If I have any Columbia, South Carolina listeners out there, so my friend Jessica and I would go to the mall, and it was Richland Fashion Mall, (laughs) is what it was called. Richland Fashion Mall. Uh And it was... The deadest ball. Like, was it? <laughs> it was not hopping. Yeah. It had like two department stores. What were they? Um, well, both regional to the south. Okay. So one's called Parisians, and then they, which is dead, no longer there. And then a Belk, which is like a pretty large like department store chain What's in the called? southeast. Belks. Belks. B e l k s. It's it. a family name. Uh-huh. Um. <clears throat> There was also a Dillard's, which I think everybody's I've heard, heard of Dillard's. Of Dillard's. Yeah, that's more of a national chain. Yeah. And then, like, there was a Limited, an Express, and, a, like, a record store. Mm-hmm. But it was just a Contempo Casuals? No. No. Oh. And there was a food court. Uh-huh. And so Jessica and I would go, and we'd try to find, like, cute boys. And then you'd basically just, like, follow people around the mall. Yes. Did you and your, like, yes. homies do this? Uh-huh. And, like, pretend like you're not following them, but you're following them oh, yeah, and, like, totally. looking at each other. It's and cruising. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, Eat at the Great Steak and Fry. Uh, I, that one, I don't think was in the Blaine Mall, the Northtown Mall. Um, but I remember there's an A&W. Mm-hmm. That was, that was, that went off. Sabaros. Orange Julius, which is my jam <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. Um, so our department stores, it started off with Woolworths and that was like real old fashioned. And then it turned into Carson Peary Scott. Do you know that one? Uh Uh-uh. And then it turned into Mervyn's of California. Um, and I don't know what it, what it is now. I think that that mall might have closed down actually, if, if, if I heard the rumors correctly. Um. There's a lot yeah. of ghost town malls across yeah, the U.S. Because right. malls just aren't as cool anymore. There was a gap. That was my first gap that I went to at Northtown. It didn't last long, but I remember it was huge. And there were like just racks and racks of clothes. It looked like a TJ Maxx. It was I like, love a TJ Maxx. You do? Oh, you know I love this about that me. That is true, yeah. <laughs> I love searching through those racks. Oh, no, ma'am. Trying to find the good. <laughs> no. That's like therapeutic to me. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the mall was a good place, um, to occupy your time. Also, like, the movie thing. It was just easy to, to go to the movie theater. It was like $30. Yeah. Oh, at this mall, too, they had, um, a pet store. And you could, like, go. Farmed animals. I'm sure it was. But you could go and, like, look at the puppies and the kittens. That's fun. Yeah. Like, let's not deny that that's fun. Even right. though they are probably raised De- in puppy mills. Right. Or, and then destroyed because no one wanted them. Yeah. Sorry, animals. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Is that nice, January? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, my first one is, um, I remember playing late at night in the neighborhood there were three houses that were just us kids. Mm-hmm. So we had three yards to play in. Fun. And it was capture the flag until midnight. Like, can you even imagine parents letting their Hell kids to the stay no. out Can you imagine? Night? Yeah. Right. Never. Charlotte's never going anywhere without <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, I know. My ass is going to be out there playing capture the flag. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so much fun, like, just 
being in that neighborhood at that time with all those kids. And like back then, you give no fucks, right? You just you just go up to someone like in your neighborhood. Yeah, you want to play? Yeah. And it's like okay. And then that's it. <laughs> yes. It's like, um, what kind of shoes are you wearing? What kind of person are you? Like, tell me all the things first. As an you know? adult. As an adult, exactly. Kids are still the same no. way. Oh, right now they are? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they are. <laughs> well, my three-year-old is. Yeah. Charlotte will make a best friend out of anyone. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're jaded, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was it was just fun to be out that late at night in the neighborhood. We got yelled at a couple times by neighbors because we were loud. Mm-hmm. But it was like such an innocent time, you know, and um, Capture the Flag was fun. We'd play football, which was not my favorite, obviously. Yeah, I can imagine the fuck. you playing football. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then like running to the park with all those kids and like walk, you know the monkey bars? Mm-hmm. And you're like, normally you like use your hands and okay. But like, I was courageous enough to like walk on those. Walk, 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 all the way across, like fearless. And like being outside and like running at a full sprint and then doing a cartwheel into the splits. (laughs) I cannot even imagine doing that to my body right now. (laughs) That was like a regular summer activity for me. Like, my question is, I know right now Charlotte's three. I can't imagine her doing anything on her own. But for parents out there of maybe middle schoolers, like, do you let your kids just go out and play by themselves? I say no. But, like, people are saying that kidnappings don't happen as often as you think they do in your mind. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't know. It scares me. It totally scares me. I remember, like, being out one night with friends and then there was a car that did stop and they were like there was a guy like trying to mess with us what are you guys what are you kids doing stop are you serious yeah but we just like laughed at him you know what I mean it was we weren't I'd be scared shitless now you know yes. like I have to make sure my door is locked now before I go to bed you know one time I was driving home and um I was playing with the CD and the CD player, mm-hmm. and so I kind of like swerved. And I, honest to God, oh. like I was in high school, like oh. I hadn't been doing anything mm-hmm. funky. And this car, an unmarked police car, like pulled me over, and I uh, just oh, asked wow. me, I know, and I didn't ask for his badge or anything. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like, it was like late, it was uh-huh. like midnight, Ew. and I told him I was just playing with my CD player and. You know, whatever. I didn't get a ticket or anything, but I'm like, that's kind of sketchy. It's totally. Yeah. Ew. Um, so going back to the movies, did you ever sneak into movies? Mm-mm. Never. I did once. How but did you do that? Well, it was, you're going to love the story. So this is back in like 91. I'm in high school. And um, my friend Lisa really wanted to see Oliver Stone's JFK. Okay. That's and I think we were 16. Thing. I know, 16, 17, somewhere around there. And um, they asked for our IDs, which we were shocked by. Like, oh, we can't see this movie? Like, no, it's rated R. And then so Lisa was just deflated. We were looking forward to this all week, right? So then I was like, um, no, we'll, we'll get two tickets to White Fang instead. <laughs> White Fang. White Fang. Yeah. And then she was like, what? And I was like, uh-huh. And then so she didn't get what was happening. We're going to buy the White Fang tickets and then sneak into JFK. 
to watch this movie. And then when she realized what was going on, she was so happy. Oh my that we snuck into this fucking JFK. <laughs> Isn't that like, that was like an adult sure movie. <laughs> Not even anything salacious no. or like. Nothing sexy. Scandalous. Uh-uh, uh-uh. JF fucking K. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> what a good movie to sneak into. So lame. <laughs> um, I think one of the things that I miss about the 90s is the fashion. The fashions. Uh-huh. And it wasn't even good fashion. Yeah. Like, I think that everybody looked a fool in the 90s. I think that you can look at any live music performance or video and see that happening today. Like, the whole 90s look is kind of back. It's back, but I, I think, like, what I miss, when when I was in junior high and high school, mm-hmm. nobody ever tried to dress sexy. Like, okay. and I feel like girls now in junior high and high Are school trying to, look sexy. try to look sexy. I see what you're saying. So, like, where did that shift happen? Mm-hmm. Like, we definitely had fashion in the 90s. Like, we le- tried to look a certain way, and we had, like, the baby doll tees mm-hmm. and the baby doll shoes. You remember that whole, like, chokers, uh-huh. yeah. overalls? Uh-huh. But it, nothing was, like, tight, boobs out. Like, now, since we're about to enter into the summer months, we're going to start seeing people's Ass cheeks hanging out of their shorts. And that is not yeah, a good look on no, anybody. Just put like a 90210 sundress. Just <laughs> with like the baby doll tee exactly. underneath. Or like, or like a jean jacket. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I don't need to see everybody's blessings. <laughs> no. <laughs> Keep those things tucked away. Tuck your blessings in. <laughs> Wear a jean short with like a three inch inseam. <laughs> Um, and I never need to see a midriff. Belly buttons are for the beach only. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like, because dudes didn't really have fashions. Guys back in the day. just stays all the same. Zubas were a thing though back in the day, right? Yeah. I mean, the skater look, I was totally into that look. Oh, you were? The baggy jeans uh-huh. and the Etnies and the Arawaks. <laughs> I loved me a good skater. Like a raver look? A little bit. Okay. With like the chain wallet. Right. I, you'd have been all so into dirty. me, girl. You'd been into me. My look, my fashions. Uh-huh. It's such a dirty look. The, all those skaters. You remember like the opening credits of uh, Clueless? Of course. As if. Ew. Yeah. Those were like the guys that I liked, though. That's nuts. Yeah. With a hacky sack, perhaps. Those were like kind of the stoner hippie guys. Uh-huh. The skater guys that I liked are still like in the advanced classes. Oh, okay. They were still going places. Yes. You're like the Tony Hawk. <laughs> yes. Kind of skater guy. Yes. <laughs> you gotta oh, be a man funny. with a plan and baggy jeans. There you go. <laughs> um, remember the treats that were back in the 90s? Snack wells? Uh, well, snacks, not snack wells, but like I was all into the orange crush back then. Like the soda? The soda. Um, grape drink. Pepsi Clear. Oh, yeah. Um, Fresca. Fresca. Fresca's still around. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like more grapefruity, right? Yep. Uh-huh. I loved uh, New York Seltzer Water. Do you remember that thing? Mm-hmm. Um, Clearly Canadian. I don't know that one. Teach and Treat. No, I don't oh, know. Oh, man. Yeah. Anything you could buy at Super America, the, the gas station by my house, I was all into. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it when my parents would give my brother and I, like... A dollar, and uh-huh. we'd walk up to the gas station, and you could totally. buy tons of candy for ten cents yeah. a piece. That's like a whole bag. <laughs> what about? Um, did, did you have an ice cream person come into your neighborhood? Mm-mm. Never did. We would, and 
you know, my thing was always based on how cute the thing was. It wasn't about... <laughs> the, the taste? Yeah, no. Uh-uh. So I would always get the Mickey Mouse um, little treat or the, what is it called? The Bomb Pop. The red, white, and blue thing. Yeah. It was pretty, but I didn't like the taste. Yeah. It was gross. The only thing I ever wanted was like a Nutty Buddy. Like you can always count on those. <laughs> those are the ice cream pins. Oh, you know oh, 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 got it. Yeah. Got it, got it. I think they were called drumsticks in yes. the Midwest. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> oh, those childhood treats. I do not miss you. <laughs> um, my next one that I miss is television shows. Oh, the TV shows. There was some good shows. Well, we in the know 90s. that Friends is going to be on the list. Obvi, I have Obvi. a whole list. Okay, my so-called life. Loved it. Jordan Catalano. Jordan Catalano. Uh-huh. Now he's like super weird. I love the new Jordan. I love. What's his name in real life? Um, Jared. Jared. Leto. Yeah, I think he's weird now. I love it. He's 50 and hot as fuck. He's not that old. I think he's 50. Dawson's Creek. Oh. 90210, the original Beverly Hills 90210. Right. The jam. Yeah. Uh, Will and Grace, Avi. In the 90s? Will and Grace was in the 90s. Oh, damn. Okay. Friends was in the 90s. Yeah. Sex and the City. Love it. Late 90s. I restarted the seasons. Um, did you? Uh-huh. Saved by the Bell. Oh, no. And I was never <laughs> into that. I was always into Saved by the Bell. Um, the whole TGIF lineup on Friday oh, night. Oh, shit. Okay, like wait, 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 house. wait, 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 Um, Step by Step. Family Matters. Right? Yep. Oh, my God. Family Matters. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That was good. Mm-hmm. What else was there, though? There that was four lineup. shows. It was another one. You said Full House. Family, Family matters. matters, step by step. I don't know. There's, there's got to be another one. Yeah, because it was it. a two-hour time block. Yes. Uh huh. I'll look it up while you talk about your next one. Wait, wait. Maybe it was, um, Cos and Larry. Remember that one? <laughs> yes, Perfect Strangers. <laughs> yeah. That per- was way before. <laughs> but Perfect Strangers didn't come on <laughs> on Friday night. Um, I had a crazy ass family. Mm-hmm. I had a shitload of cousins on both sides. Um, and my grandma lived, uh, like two towns away. So we would go there on the weekends and like, I don't miss them. Boy Meets World. No. That wasn't it? I think that was a cable show. Okay. Um, it was just loud and you could never tell if these people were arguing or just talking. Mm -hmm. Um, don't miss them, but (laughs) there's something nostalgic about that (laughs) that I do miss. Just being with your family? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> They're crazy. Well, <clears throat> yeah. Aaron's from like a really huge family. His mom is one of ten, and his dad is one of six. Mm-hmm. So he always had like that cousin and grandparent yeah. experience. I never lived in the same town as any oh, you of didn't. my mm. grandparents or aunts and uncles or anything. Um, but we were only two hour drive away, so we saw them only, girl. Long. That's long for me. Yeah. We saw them, though, pretty often. You did. And now it's like anybody is a two-hour plane ride. Actually, two-hour plane ride would be close for me. Everybody's like yeah, a four-hour plane ride right. away. Um, but also with the family thing, Sunday morning breakfasts, that, that was the jam at my house. Because mm. my mom would either make pho yeah. or like this, um, like a rice soup thing. Which was usually boring, but you know, it was it was still 
in my memory. Um, or to make these Vietnamese crepes that I have to make for you. They're so good. I can't believe you haven't made them yet. I know, it's rude. And then every once in a while, she'd make like a traditional American breakfast with pancakes. But that was very few and far between. Well, you can get that at Shoney's. I know, it's kind of boring. Or Bob Evans, whatever y'all have. <clears throat> Bob Evans, uh-uh. That's a South. Mm-hmm. More, it's probably Denny's or Perkins. Yeah. Up in the Midwest. <sighs> yep. <coughs> All right, y'all know the next one that's coming from me. <laughs> it seems obvious, but they just don't make music like they used they to. They sure don't. Do you have that on your list? Um, I do. Do you remember your first um, CDs that you purchased? My very first CD that I ever purchased uh-huh. was the Bodyguard soundtrack. Oh, I'm not mad about that with at all. With Whitney. With your girl Whitney. <laughs> she did the whole soundtrack, and it was so good. Yeah. King of the Night. That R. was my I. jam. R.I.P. <laughs> Cause you got what you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was your very first. Yeah, I mean, I had CD. tapes and everything. Yeah, I'm talking about CDs. CD was the bodyguard. Yeah, and I got it at Farmore. Mm. Did y'all ever have a Farmore? You sure did. It was like a pharmacy slash. It's like a Target. Oh, I see. Yeah. So mine, I bought my music through BMG Music, mm-hmm. the the, music the subscription Club. thing. I sure did. You've always loved your subscription. <laughs> <laughs> and so the first three CDs that I got, they came together. For a penny. For a penny, exactly. And you get those stamps. I don't even can't remember the concept. Um, but it was the Janet album. Very sexy. Uh, Madonna's Erotica. And 10,000 Maniacs. Oh, I love 10,000 Maniacs. Our time in Eden. I love 10,000 Maniacs. I was so deep back then. You were. (laughs) It was like, I know I sound like an old person. (laughs) I always say this. But music was so much better back then. There's some good stuff out today. I know. There's there's good music that adults listen to. I'm thinking about the music that we were listening to as kids. Right. Like, we're both listening to 10,000 Maniacs. You're (laughs) listening to, like, Janet and Madonna, people that are, like, icons. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh I was listening to all my my boys, Uh my Pearl Jam, (laughs) my Sensible Garden, all those grunge bands. This was, like, actual good music. (laughs) And then you've got, like, Selena Gomez, Ariana Grande. You've got, like, all these little starlets. Mm -hmm. But it's not... It's catchy. Like, it is catchy. I'm not hating. Right. But it's not like good music. It's not like <laughs> coming from an emotion that means something. Well, would Taylor Swift be in that category? Of course Taylor Swift's in that category. <laughs> People are losing their minds because they just saw that her in concert here in Seattle. Yeah. You can't, you can't throw a rock without hitting someone that went to that concert. And that's fine. Like, you know, I'm not going to hate on that. I'm sure it was a great show, like yeah. a, a good performance and everything, but I don't think that music is coming from like a connected, like inner Deep place. place. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I do know. So that makes me like, I, <laughs> I miss that. And I can't wait until Charlotte's old enough so I can like share with her the mm-hmm. music that shaped me. <laughs> yeah. This is Madonna's erotica. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> I was listening to I listened to the most depressing music when I was a kid, like Tori Amos. I love Tori, fucking Winter, and that's, that's, you know that's my shit, yes. and that's your shit too. <laughs> give me a Tori Amos song, and I will give you an interpretive dance <laughs> to that song <laughs> in my living room. So, oh yeah, um, we have this like 
when you come into my house, when you walk up the steps, there's like these little rocks and I've been trying to weed because it, you know, it looks messy when there's weeds coming up through your little rock garden. <laughs> okay. So I was talking to Aaron yesterday and I was like, oh, my stone garden, there's all these weeds. He's like, is that what we're calling it now? Your stone, stone garden. garden. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's my stone temple garden. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Scott Weiland. <laughs> oh, Scott Weiland. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, what else do I have? Yeah, music was my last one, actually. My last one is my youth. Your youth. <laughs> That's your youth. what I miss. Yeah, this is like um, playing off of last week, obviously. Like <laughs> aging. I miss my youth. <laughs> oh. I miss just not knowing how complicated life could be. <laughs> I was thinking about how I was, I actually enjoyed those moments of losing my innocence. Like, do you, do you remember, like, okay, you like, you're hanging out with your friends, and then there was, like, a rumor about a couple that made out for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like, that stuff I fucking loved. Mm. It's like, oh my God, tell me more. Yeah. You know? God, sex has always been, like, <laughs> the rumor that will never get old. Yeah. You know what I mean? One rumor I heard, and it's got to be so not true, is that there was a party that happened, and a girl and a boy got into gar- a garbage bag to make out because they don't want anyone to watch them. <laughs> they were like suffocated and <laughs> I died. Know. I was like, that cannot be true. <laughs> of course, I believed it back then. <laughs> One rumor that, that was going around my school was, look how so-and-so's walking. See how they're walking oh funny? Because they just had sex. No, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. God. Children can be so cruel. I mean, that part has <laughs> never changed. Being the salacious rumors of people hooking up, that will never change. But um, I finished the book. Oh. Yes. I so. know um, another reader has finished the book as well. I mean, I know a couple people that are reading it. I'm so. over a third of the way finished. Yeah. It's good. I think... That's what the book again is. The Erotic Tales for Punjabi Widows. Yeah. Read it, y'all. It's good. It's great. It's a it's a much faster read than the Goldfinch, <laughs> in case you are worried. Yeah. Um, all right, guys, that's all for today. What do you miss about the '90s? The '90s is my favorite decade ever. <laughs> like, right. seriously, even when I die, I'm gonna say the '90s <laughs> is my favorite decade. <laughs> um, hit us up on Instagram. Email us at thegreatpodcast at gmail As always, thank you so much for listening oh my gosh. and your support. We hit a goal. Wait, let me get my party noises. (laughs) Let me get my party noises. Party noises to celebrate a couple milestones. Um, We've had our biggest month of listeners. Our biggest month ever. And guys, we're almost to a year. A year of doing this. Can you believe that? I can. All right. This just is just people talking. This isn't a party noise. Gosh darn it, you guys. Oh, well. Maybe next. Oh, wait. I found it. All right. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) 2,000 listens this month. 2,000 listens in a month. That's a record for we us. We got things to say. We got people to to listen to our, what we're saying. All right, y'all. <laughs> have a great weekend. Have a good long weekend. Oh, this is my and Aaron's anniversary weekend. Oh, 11 cute. years on Saturday. Oh. 
So I'm, I've been thinking about my sappy Instagram post that I'm going to write. Oh, good. Does, don't you think that goes along you with gotta, the anniversary? You, yeah, you've got to curate and craft that. Yeah. yeah Maybe funny. you can help me with it. Okay. All right, y'all. <gasps> Bye. Bye.